It's time to get your slip on. Use your phone and tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining this mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit. Conversation don't quit. A couple wisdom with some humor in it. Uh, nothing gets better than this. So sit back and just take you a sip. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What, what up? up? That's up? what I missed. No, you don't. Don't even start. Don't even start. Welcome to All Tea No Shade. We are serving tea without the shade. Well, sometimes we have shade. You gonna start? Well, like literally, we always do. Literally a minute in. I'm just saying. Pull up a seat and let's start sipping. This normally is me and TJ who we going at it. Okay. He's feeling himself this morning. Right? Yeah, he always drinking beer Feel early in the morning. I know. Drinking beer. I'm over hold you on, at hold the on. Mmm. <laughs> that was weak. We, yeah, thank it really you. Was. Okay, exactly. It really was weak. I didn't want to spill it. Well, it's not just us in the building. We have some guests. Who we got yes, up in here this morning? Y'all want to introduce yourselves? Sure, yes. I'm Samantha Harris. All right. And this is uh, Jason Bryant with New Era Thinking. All right. Yes. Okay. Our guest this morning here. Yes. Uh, We are delighted to have you guys here with us this morning. They are good friends of ours, and they are good out here in the business world also. They wrote a great book you have to get. It's called... Think, plan, prevail, how to overcome opposition. All right. Make sure you guys stay on the show with us. That's a good word, opposition. Yes. Stay stay with us on the show. We're going to talk to them a little bit more, but... uh, Let's get back to what we do on All Tea No Shade. I missed you. I know. Oh, <laughs> I did not miss you. Okay, how's everybody's week going? That's a super. I mean, the uh, our co, our favorite co-host, yes. right now. How has y'all weeks been? Weeks, week. Very interesting. How so? Well, this is our first business um, adventure. Yeah, Ooh, together. Yeah, good. yeah, in life. Although we've known each other for a very long time. Ooh. You know, this came up, and now all of a sudden, we're just... That's good. To, yeah, having to make moves. Good, awesome. good. I like that. Is he hard to work with? Yes, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> I already know. I already know Y'all know I'm used to doing what I want to do. So. Yeah, I, I so imagine so. So to join forces with somebody. Oh, so but that's good. Y'all succeeded. Y'all yes, succeeded. Yeah, good. For sure. Jason, how's your week been, man? Good, man. Eventful, for sure. Family, business. And, you know, I wear a lot of different hats, like community-wise and business and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. just trying to juggle it all and then getting busier with the book. So it's just like another thing. So Mm -hmm. it's been good, though, man. I got to rest yesterday, so I feel a little little better today. You got your one day of rest? My half a day of rest. Okay. Full day. That's what's up. TJ, how is your week, man? Man, you know I am beaming and glowing. I just got back from Baltimore, um, my hometown, and I had a great time there seeing a lot of my former firefighters, a lot of family and friends and stuff, and um, I loved it. And I just want to share this real quick. Um, good friend of mine, he's uh, now blind, and he received, he had a tumor over his eye when he was in the fire department. They removed it. But uh, within about a two-year span, he uh, he's now fully blind. But his spirits are up higher than people who have their vision. Mm. I went to see him. Uh, we had a great embrace. I shed tears. He said, TJ, I'm good. He said, just by you contacting me yeah. and still being here for me, I still feel good and I can still see the love that we have in each other. And that just touched me and um, I cried a little bit more. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Crying, it's all you've love. You've been crying a lot lately. A hey, weeks. man. I've been, um, I'm just like you this morning, feeling yourself a little bit. That's you know, right. I'm just, uh, just getting in touch with some other things, just. Uh, Getting rid of certain things, absolutely. You know, absolutely. but it all feels good. Shedding. How about you, um? How's your week been? Besides looking good, I haven't oh, seen you. 
I know it's been a minute and I've yes, been in Orlando for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, my week's been good. So my brother <clears throat> took me to work out with him. Mm, okay. And you know, like when you're like working out with your siblings, it's a little bit of a competition. Mm-hmm. I have never gone that fast on the, um, what do they call those? The ellipticals. Elliptical. The ellipticals yeah. in my life. But, and he still beat me. We ain't gonna talk about it. Mm. But we were doing arms, and I was like, girls, we do legs, and we skip arms. Guys do arms and arms skip and legs. Yes. Well, the right guys. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Girls do yeah, lower body, yeah, guys yeah, yeah. do upper body, Ooh. and then, you know. And so we were like, we're going to work out together because, you know, we will force each other to do full body pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't ready. I was not ready for you that upper work. body workout. <laughs> I was not. Are your arms sore? I'm dying. That's good. It's a good sore. Yeah. I can do lower body. I think I'm just used to conditioning to it and used to it. But nothing hurts like arms. Well, how was your week? My week was cool. It was cool. It was alright. Wait, your was week right. wasn't dope. I haven't done dope in a couple weeks, actually. But it's, it's been cool. But I did this Facebook status update that said, um, if she got a at AOL.com email address, she's a cougar. And it's been blowing up, right? Everyone's been laughing, right? Yeah. And so it got me thinking, what... Is the what makes someone a cougar? What do y'all think makes someone a cougar? Is it a certain age that makes someone a cougar? <laughs> I uh, I don't. Know. Is it like a certain distance between the age of the participants, or is it just like them being super old? I has, it has to be the age between the two people. I would guess because someone who's thirty, if they dated someone who's twenty, mm-hmm. would that make them a cougar? I always thought it'd be someone over forty mm-hmm. would make them a cougar. I, I, think, answer, it's, yeah. I think it's changed. Yeah. I think at first it oh, was. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's a puma. If it's under 40, you're a puma. <laughs> uh, and if you're over 40, it's a cougar. Legitimately, like legit. I've never dated a puma before. You've never dated a puma? <laughs> I like always end up dating a guy who's like a year younger than me. I don't know why that works that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the oldest y'all dated? Age, and so I'm always called a guy. puma. One year later. The lowest age gap? The biggest age gap you've had between, you, and you can go back when you were in your 20s or whatever. Okay, like, okay, so for me, it was 10 years older was the um, highest you went. Highest and the lowest yeah. would be two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, two is not bad. It's not. It's yeah. not bad. I'm finding that out. Yeah, two is not bad. <laughs> Jason, the oldest, um, oldest you dated. Well, you know, I've always uh, ventured into older women, so. <laughs> I, I bet you I, did. I, I've been. I bet you I've, did I've, venture I've into close to 20. I've gotten close to 20. 20? Yeah. Wow. Early 30s, I had about a 50-year-old. Okay. I know TJ so probably. Are we it. only talking dating? No, sex <laughs> <laughs> I am referring to relationships. Yeah, No, really, sex, but um, but exactly. Relations. Uh, I will say, I ain't gonna lie to you, it was around um, seventy. <laughs> <laughs> but she was good. Uh, no, it wasn't that old. But uh, I say about twenty-four years old. She was twenty-four years older than me. Wow. So you were young when you younger when you did it. No, no, I don't even want to yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna leave that. Don't look at me L like that. You don't judge me this morning. This is a judgment free I table. know that was a look like boy. Sippers, I'm gonna ask you that question too. What's the oldest you have dated? Go ahead, L. Um, okay, so in in fake world and like fake relationships. What's what's fake world? Twenty two. I, okay, so I am not the only one who had a little boyfriend online, like when AOL chat rooms were popping up. Yes, you are. So go ahead. 
So how old? <laughs> how old? Come on, spit it out. You how old was he? I'm gonna just spit it out. 18. I'm gonna plead the fifth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no. come on, El. Share them secrets. <laughs> All right. Well, it's not that deep. Yeah. What about you? So uh, this past weekend, I actually went out with a 51 year old. Okay. So that to me, 51 year olds are fine. I feel like 51 really year olds ain't like Ooh. what you. Well, 51 year olds used to be back in the day. Like, 51 year olds are fine as fuck. It was good. I mean, it was fun, sorry. It was was fun. (laughs) Tell us how you feel. So, yeah, that's how my week been. All right. All right. Moving on. (laughs) It's a good topic. It's a good topic because they say 40 is a new 30 or 50 is a new 40. We're living longer. People are typically in better better health. Way better health. Mm -hmm. So it only makes sense to see more people. All the celebrities are married right now who have younger boyfriends and younger younger wives. Mm -hmm. Now, J-Lo just turned 50. He oh, did he. Okay. He dated somebody who's in her 20s. Mm-hmm. His son's ex His son's ex girlfriend. Isn't that weird. insane? How do you go after your son? How do you talk about that? How do you talk about that? Again, we don't know everything involved inside of that right there because it may have just been published on in the media and everything. No, about she was her. legitimately the this son's. Is, Girlfriend. girlfriend she was okay well, legitimately uh, okay then and then uh, now she's wow. engaged I'm, to a diddy they engaged now? Yeah. are they engaged yeah i didn't know that are you mm, sure yes mm. i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to verify it's, that one yeah. that's their word right exactly yeah, could yeah. you imagine exactly right. yes she's well, he, a harvey woman he did yeah, cassie for exactly. a long time right yeah. what's her name cassie cassie cassie, yeah. cassie. Yeah. she was with cassie for 10 years never got serious she left him and glowed up immediately like she left him for someone else is yeah. pregnant and happy, and mm. I think she's married already. I think so too. And then I think mm. it caused him Diddy to like issues. try to, Hallie. yeah, try to buckle down the next one. I like Ciroc though. I do like Ciroc. All right, let's get this thing out. <laughs> All right, on. guys, let's go ahead and switch over to my segment, which is Who Am I? Who am I? Oh, no. I'm the champion. The champ is here. Oh my gosh, and I am the host. You want to explain to <laughs> All right, so let's guests. talk about the rules. Who am I? I am going to give you some clues about a person who is currently in the social media weird world okay. for whatever reason. It's probably some hot top, right? And you have to figure it out before... Myself? All these other people. Oh. Okay? And I'm probably not going to let y'all win. I'm not gracious like that. Just know it's competitive. Listen to him. Yes, yeah, he keeps losing to it's me. Very so he gonna try to brag to you guys. Look at you was, We're all I very competitive. I beat you last week. No, you oh, didn't. no, week before last. Uh, no, you didn't. All right. So this rapper is thirty from California. He's also mm. a record producer. Chance the rapper. He's from Chicago. No, um, he has been in the game since about two thousand eight. The game. No. But that would have been cute if I would have, if that yeah, was the been. game. Just saying, look at you, bro. Look at you. He's been on the Billboard Hot 100. He's made top 10. Um, California 30. Let's have no idea. It's not Childish Gambino. No, his last mm. album was called The Beautiful and Damned. The he beautiful. was in a relationship with another very famous pop artist. Tiger. Nope. Pop artist. Oh, pop, pop. artist. Um, who? Kendrick, was it? No. That would been a good guess though. But he's like twenty something. I can't remember how old he was. Um, he is in the era of like newer, like Tory Lanez, um, Marky Bass, Travis Scott. 
Oh, you got some good guesses. Let me get on my game real quick. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> on. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> California. He He's is, black. Is he black? Give us that. He is not black. Okay. Jesus. Yes. Oh. Oh, shit. Yes. That's what I'm yes. talking about. We got to He beat you, too. Why you have <laughs> I was not playing the game. I'm, I'm listening to you guys. TJ's like, anybody who beats Jay, I don't For care. Real. That's right. <laughs> but I feel him, though. You see how he do sit That's what's up. My so, man. I like G-Eazy. Yeah, G-Eazy's in the news because, I don't know if you guys remember, but G-Eazy had an assault charge in Sweden, and they released him. And so he, if you guys know or have been under a rock, uh, ASAP Rocky is currently oh, yeah. in jail that. in Sweden, and mm. they're actually pressing, charges, pressing right? charges. So there's there's multiple videos. There's videos that ASAP Rocky actually posted to his Instagram showing that these two guys were following him, harassing him, and he kept telling them like, "Leave us alone. We're like, we don't want to, no problems. Like, just leave us alone." And the guys just following them over and over, and mm. being really like. Uh, blip, like just being crazy because, like one girl walks on, she says, he just grabbed my ass and shit like that. Like it's crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then another video posted where you can actually see G Easy like literally grab the dude and throw him across yeah. the street. It was insane. But if you see the two videos prior to that, where you can literally see them trying so hard to de-escalate the situation, it mm-hmm. just doesn't happen. So Sweden decided to not charge the two men. Even mm. though they clearly were the aggressors. The instigators, yeah. The instigators. They chose not to charge ASAP Rocky's bodyguard, who was the initial physical aggressor, right? Like the Wait, so they didn't charge his bodyguard, right. but they charged yes. ASAP? That's crazy. So the initiator, the the two kids who initiated it, they didn't get charged. The bodyguard <laughs> who actually like came in and to try to defend him. <clears throat> Hit way before ASAP Rocky did didn't get charged, but ASAP Rocky got charged. Of course. And so G Easy posted on Instagram and Snapchat and everything like, let's just call it what it is. Pretty much, this is all about race. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. he's like same industries, similar situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same he, location. White guy yes. got on. <laughs> yes. Black same guy got situation, charged. just different. So he goes, this is the sad truth. The difference between me and Rocky's treatment in Sweden brings to mind two concepts that disgustingly go hand in hand. White privilege and systemic racism. Let's call it what it is. He should not be, be behind bars right now. My heart goes out to ASAP Rocky. You know, shout out to g Easy for actually stepping up and speaking about it because you see so many times where uh, white artists who benefit from black culture right. don't speak up about the issues that exist that's happening. Right. So it's big ups to him to actually speak on it and say, yo, this is something that's going on in in, in the world. Right. right. We know it happens in America. We deal it all, with it all the time. But yeah. now to see happening the double stand happening in Sweden and other countries is, is pretty ridiculous. And it's a good perspective because literally the same thing happened. I mean, I don't, I feel like they kind of have a vendetta against ASAP Rocky almost. Mm, I'm not a, I mean, I like ASAP. I'm not going to talk too much about that, the racism that exists in the world because it's kind of, kind of crazy right now. Y'all got any thoughts on, on anything? Well, you know, my thoughts are 
uh, that this is what the system wanted. You know, from the very beginning, they started to categorize people by race so that they can discriminate. So when they dismantle that, then we can look forward to change. Other than that, nothing's going to happen. We're going to see the same old, same old every day. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna get worse and worse until somebody say, hey, let's go back to where it began. True. That's, That's a broken system. It is. It's a broken system. Intentionally broken, well, yeah. The system. Yeah, exactly. That's the system. Exactly. All right, yeah. well, congratulations to... We need to tell before she went crazy. She wanted to dismantle the system. Oh, for um, Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. You don't even watch Game of Thrones. I actually did end up watching the whole thing. Well, Jason, I'm not happy you won, but... How many, how many rounds is it? It's only one. But we got another game I'm later so on. I'm winner, man. Sorry. Right. You're leaving the so, winner, so, man. So, so, You're leaving the winner. That's all it is. You're leaving the winner. Not yet. Not, yet. not yet. You still got that sound familiar Look later. Look at He's trying to get you back. Look at I'm not playing that one. I'm just having a belt. All right, guys, let's actually get into our authors who are here. Mm-hmm. So what made you guys decide to write the book and write the book together? That's a great question. Uh, well, it originated with my first book. I, I actually wrote a book um, last year, but it took me five years to write it. It took me way too long. Okay. All right, so I finally got the book published, kept running into people who were like, oh, I want to publish, I want to publish. You said your first book, right? Yes. What's the name of your first book? My first book is called Whosoever, subtitled Chosen in Christ from the Foundation of the World. And it just speaks to how we're all chosen no matter what we do, no matter where we go. Mm -hmm. He already made that choice, so Mm -hmm. just going grace is what it's about. That's the nutshell. Mm -hmm. Um, But but moving forward, you know, I ran into all these people. They were like, how do you write? How do you write? And every time I would follow up, they Mm -hmm. had the same issue I had, Mm -hmm. you know, finishing. So I started a 90-day book club. April Which 1st. started from the, the workshop that we do, Dreamers Paradise. It they did. were all okay. the conversation that came up. Yeah, I had always wanted to become a publisher. So I began the 90-day book club, reached out to all those people. Jason was in the club. And then we just wrote a book. Literally, this book was written in 90 days, along with a couple wow. of other authors whose mm. books will be written in um, 90 days as well. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. And you um you do books just for your business. You do books, correct? When you say that, yeah. I'm sorry. So you do a publisher, right? <laughs> publisher, yes, right? I'm sorry, yes. 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 Well, that's good, okay. Yes. All right. What about you, Jason? Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I give you the, the background to it since she was being PC. We don't want PC. We don't, we don't do PC. <laughs> Thanks. Tell us the shade. Tell you us the what? shade on all T, no shade. <laughs> okay, well, no, he got all the shade over here. Right. So, no, so we were in, you know, we were uh, talking about, you know, in the workshop, talking about in the workshop, and, you know, like, hey, we want to do these things. And then, like, we would always keep in touch. And then she was like, hey, I got this idea about this book that I've been thinking about. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't normally share this with people. I don't write books with people. That was mm-hmm. like her thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but I have a feeling that this would be something right up your alley. And she said the name, Think, Plan, Prevail. And I was like, that's like me. That's what I do. This is what I've been doing every day. You know, that mm-hmm. type of thing. So within her 90-day plan that she puts you through, it's like the first 34 days is just manuscript. Mm-hmm. So that's like the toughest part, like kind of your brain dump, trying to get it out there. But it was so fluid because it's like in me and, and within her too. So it was just like a flow. Of course, trying to figure out like different writing styles and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, you know, she's more elaborate. You know, I like to be like bulleted, you know, executive type, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once we were able to get through that type of stuff, we started to see the book formulating. And then just talking to our circle, hey, we're getting ready to do this book. People are like, oh, man, like you could tell like there was like a natural like um, just a ch- attention to it and yeah, yeah. interest in it. It always think about I think about like that Nipsey Hustle verse when he's like, I knew it was over when, the pre- when I dropped the pre-sale. Right. So it's like I was, that, that's what it felt like when we were starting to do it. And then, um, yeah, I mean, we just got the book ready. And then right away, we were immediately seeing how people were responding to it. So mm-hmm. it's all on Barnes and Noble and all that stuff now. So it's been like a really good. That's attraction. Good. I've never um, co-authored a book. And I don't know if I would 
I think I would co-author with someone, but I just know my writing style. Right. And I know my, my techniques and my voice. It's important to write in your own voice. So my question to you two is, how did you mesh the voices, right? Because like you said, you have two different styles. So how does co-authoring a book work? Do you write a chapter and you say, hey, here's a chapter, read it. I want you to add something to it. Like, how did it work? It worked because um, we had like an outline. So we would write on the parts that we felt, you know, we could best contribute and Mm -hmm. then we would swap. Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that because when Jason would get it back from me, he'd be like, um... I didn't quite say that. <laughs> I didn't quite say it like that. So, <laughs> like too many words, too many words for me. You guys know I don't do a lot of that. So. <laughs> you know, so we did run into that. Um, so it actually taught me to just um, trust the process, if right. you will. You know, right. just give him his right. space, trust the process, but help him out, you know, mm-hmm. as he yeah. helped me out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when we sent it to the editor to get edited, he, he, he got us both. He dinged us both. So mm-hmm. it works out. That's always the yeah. hard part is the editing because yeah. like you yeah. send your stuff off and it's your baby. Right. Yeah, it's your right. artist. Right. It's like you, if you make a song. I'm sensitive about yeah, my shit. Exactly, right. exactly. And so we come back, you're like, whoa, cut out a whole lot of shit. Like what's, what's happening right here? Literally, you know? I looked up like, oh, fuck that. He don't know what he's talking about. Jay bring him a good point because about the voice. And when I was reading the book on the plane, well, first I want to share this little quick story on the plane. I was sitting next to this older lady. Her name was Mabel. White lady. Oh, oh okay. Mabel. Jesus. White lady named Mabel. Mabel. Wow. Mabel? Oh, yes. And she so from, was, being, is she Southern? Huh? Is she Southern? She from Mississippi. I, she probably was. Like, that's an old was. Alabama woman. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so we were sitting there talking right before the, um, the plane took off. And once the plane took off, I started reading the book. And she was looking over my shoulder. And there's one part I'll get to in the book that she was like, oh, I like that. That is me all the way. I'm looking at my looking off my shoulder, right? Uh, <laughs> but, but as I was reading the book, it spoke. And for me knowing you, Jason, it spoke in your voice. And I wanted to point that out because, you know, each time you and I get together, we have great conversation as usual. And as I was reading the book, all I could hear was your voice. Mm. Not my voice reading yeah, it, but yeah. his voice in my mind as I read yeah. it. So it spoke a lot in your I don't know your voice yet, right. but I'm still learning. I see that you're also a part of this. So y'all really collaborated very well together awesome. on this. Thank you, you know, y'all really did. Okay. So are, y'all, in are y'all from? I know Jason's from St. Pete, but where are you from? Somebody? Born and raised right here. Oh, okay. Okay. yeah. Wow, ain't too many of y'all around no more. It's so weird to hear that. I tell it them really all the time, is. you know, because when we were younger, everybody was from here. Yeah. And then now that we're older, nobody's from here. All y'all foreigners on came over. <laughs> we right. took over. We took over. We built an all around St. Pete now. We built an all around St. Pete. What's your favorite part about? Uh, what's, your, what's the what's the favorite best city? Tampa or St. Pete? Maybe. Come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. He just set y'all up, Loki. He just set y'all up a failure. I mean, I'm over there, but you know. Hey, I'm like, go ahead. Both, you. both are good. They're writers, no. man. They want to get people to no, suck. No, no. I, I didn't say what was worse or was it. I said which one was better. That'd you be know, people go hard for their city. Yeah. You know, Anybody when I first follows me knows that I'm about St. Pete. So. Yeah, when I first moved here, man, um, eight years ago, and I, I was in Clearwater. And I would go to St. Pete all the time. I would go to Tampa all the time. People lived all over. All my friends, I was trying to build a network. But I would go to St. Pete. You know, I was surprised that so many people who lived in Tampa mm-hmm. would not go to St. Pete. Right. And Vice people person. who lived in St. Pete wouldn't go to Tampa. I'm like, what is all that about? 
but it's kind of changed some. Yeah, literally yeah, when I was like, my friends used to look at me like I was crazy because I would go over and just like you said, I always had like a good network. Mm-hmm. I would just go over there and come back like, oh my god, you went across the bridge and back. I'm like, yeah, I'll be like right back. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know for some reason that Howard Franklin just be feeling like extra long, yeah. like it's a whole not, sojourn. Especially like, if you've been to like, and that was my thing because I started traveling so early, so I was used to going to like Chicago and stuff like that in DC, and like I would go see my friends and you driving 45 minutes to get somewhere. So me that 15, 20 minute drive was like nothing. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and with no traffic at that time, it's traffic now. There was no traffic. I used to get there and back at nothing. That's what's up. I want to get back to the book view. Oh, yeah. You know, um, and I, I had some good points in this book, man. And I, I really loved it. I want to get to uh, right on page nine and figure 1.1. 1. 1. It states about how thinking affects the outcome. And that's the one Mabel was looking at my show talking about. That's me, right? Mm. So he had eight points in here that speaks about how our thinking affects our outcome. And I'm just going to give the words that he used. One is expected, imagined, supposed, concluded, believed, anticipated, reasoned, and determined. That's right. And I love that because when I talk to a lot of my clients, there's certain things in here that I always tell them about affects their outcome, especially the expected, the expectations, the imagined, which falls right along with the expectation, and the supposed all those are three words I mainly use with my clients when I see these. I'm like, man, we are just thinking alike, really. And that's great writing with that. I really enjoyed that part of the book. And so did Mabel. Cause that's yeah. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm quite sure it is. You ain't supposed to be looking on my shoulder. <laughs> know, that's right. <laughs> don't try to tell nobody how to see their messes, man. <laughs> no, but I'm glad that she did. And I actually, I told her about the book. I told you guys was right. And she actually wrote down uh, the name of the book and the author and everything. And I told her she can get it from, uh, it was Amazon, right? Amazon. Amazon also. So hopefully she'll purchase the book as well, cool. you know. But I hope it's doing that. good for you guys. No, but there were certain parts. Of, so as we go on and everything, there's another part in the book. I'm going to hit it a little bit. But explain to the audience from the book, what is the TPPC challenge? The Think, Plan, Prevail challenge is just like a head start for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, within the book, there are worksheets yes. for you to do. Um, there's a 30-day plan, there's a 60-day plan, and then mm-hmm. there's a year plan that you can fill out for yourself. So the TPP challenge is a, to just overcome, you know, what you think is true, you know, about where you are in life. Because to your point, you know, that that's our deciding factor. Mm -hmm. If we imagine it to be true for us, Mm -hmm. then it's true for us. And, and, and like every decision after that is what we're going to do because mm-hmm. of what we think. So the TPP challenge is to just push you forward mm-hmm. into your goals, your plans, your dreams. I like that. And, and really the accountability. That yes. was the thing that we've learned is like people really, a lot of people make goals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we want to make like a form where you can talk about it mm-hmm. and really say, hey, okay, these are the goals that you set for yourself. And you communicated that within our mm-hmm. circle. So I'm going to ask you about that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Just asking about some something that someone said they were going to do makes a difference. So how important is planning? I know in, um, in part two on the plan, uh, on page 36, you mentioned a little quote, quote from the book. It says, if you fail to plan, you fail to plan. Yeah, and I like that. Straight up. So explain to the listeners, now, uh, how important is it to plan? Yeah, and that's, you know, that's like my thing there. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of successes and failures based on that, especially with all the different things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, these are like things I picked up from all the different, you know, workshops I've been through mm-hmm. and, and books and reading and whatnot. And a lot of people have these ideas, but they don't think about how right. they map out like, hey, here are the two, three things I need to do mm-hmm. and actually writing them down and then being realistic about how you need to sequence those things. Right. Like exactly. some things take 30 days, some things take a day. Right. So people are like, oh, I want to do this thing. And it's mm-hmm. like next week. And it's like, well, I'm like kind of like, 
like the voice of reason like well you know it takes three days for you to file this mm-hmm. or it takes two days for you to get this back that type mm-hmm. of stuff so i just realized that when you don't do that you set yourself up for failure mm-hmm. and that does something to you psychologically when you set a goal for yourself and you fail because mm-hmm. then some people don't have that type of resilience that yeah. i know that i have in mm-hmm. my mind that's why i always right. talk about that marathon mindset it's like i'm gonna see through it and a lot of people don't so that was really what that mm-hmm. was about okay in the book, I'm glad you mentioned marathon mindset because the book explains what you mean by that. Also, yeah. you want to tell them also tell them what you mean by marathon mindset. Absolutely, yeah, and that was the thing too because people kept talking about it, like, mm-hmm. like what is it? What is it? Uh, I always, I've been saying it since now, 2011, 2012. So it was a little bit before everybody knew about Nipsey. Right? Mm-hmm. No offense to Miss Nipsey. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing it for a while, and what was happening is that I personally had like goals in my life that I was like because I came from like literally South St. Pete, like as a true statistic, mm-hmm. yeah. like literally like when i tell you i'll tell you about that in the next book okay (laughs) okay but it was about like people like oh you you know you can't do this and you know you're starting behind the line and like why are you starting your own business and why you know all these why 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 you can't do stuff and i just was like you know what i don't give a fuck about what they say right right. i feel in my heart and in my soul that i'm going to make this happen yeah so whatever it was and you know the marathon right that's something that you run that has a certain set of uh, time and duration that you have so no matter what i was conditioning myself to meet those goals, which means getting the skill sets I needed to do. Like Jay saying, building the network that you mm-hmm. need to have, like having your mindset right so that you can be in that type of circle. So it's just like really seeing it through no matter what happens. And mm-hmm. that's really what it is because you're going to run into stuff. Yeah. Even sometimes it's yourself. Your Absolutely. Own Absolutely. For sure. My mom, it's so funny because my mom always says, uh, if you plan to fail, you if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. And it's like, yes, I mean, planning is like the most important first step of anything. But do you guys go into how to execute that plan? Yeah. Because that's really the hard part, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's in part two. And just to kick out these four words, you specify the plan, yep. you quantify the plan, mm-hmm. you correlate the plan, and you schedule the plan. Mm-hmm. I like right? that. You know. That's true. So we talk about that in part two. That's a worksheet in there, too. Mm-hmm. So we really help you get through to the other side yeah. of your The goal. book has quite a few worksheets in there, which I, I did like also. Yes. Because some people sit here... You explain it in the book, but they still can't fully vision. But the the, the, the grasping, the plans, and everything, all those, and they help them to succeed. It really does. You know, so I'll tell anyone, get the book, read the book, and also utilize what they have in the book for yourself. And you will have a, a better chance of succeeding just by using that in the book right there. So go for it. it. You mm-hmm. also have your own your own side well, business as well. So as a publisher, is that your, is that your main source of what people should reach out to you for help like or are there other things that people can reach out to you for samantha sure there there are a few things Uh, i just started first book club publishing which is the 90 day um publishing format basically if you have an idea you've always wanted to write you can already have a manuscript some people just get stuck long story short you can find out how to do it online you can Mm -hmm. do that that's free Mm -hmm. that's gonna take a lot of time it's gonna take a lot of effort i'm just gonna coach you through there's there's literally like a timetable from the time that you start the date that you start to 90 days away from that. I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. I'm going to push you along the way. I'm going to mm-hmm. check in on you. It's actually an online publishing course. Mm-hmm. So okay. you just go in and you log in and you just follow the format. So outside of the first book club, there's a couple other things that I'm doing. One in particular, I don't know if you heard about it, but it's the Tampa Bay Collard Green Festival. Um, and, Collard and, Green, yeah. yeah Collard yeah, Green. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've never been to it, but I've heard about it. Though. Listen, mm. <laughs> it, it, it was fun. It I was, just had it, right? We just did. We do it, yeah. We do it every year in the month of February oh, on purpose for Black History that. Month. Yeah, it's coming up. Our next okay. event is February 15, 2020. And we just celebrate not only the Collard Green, 
But our mission is to inspire healthier communities, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and to inform them of urban agriculture, culinary experience. We have professional chefs that come in and it's a free event. Mm-hmm. It's free. And and, wow. and and it's in Jordan Park on top of that, okay. you know, so we take it to the neighborhoods because we want our people to live longer. Kind of think. Absolutely. We brought up mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's all about living longer and, and you're not going to live longer if you don't eat right. Period. Mm-hmm. That's, That's where it starts. I like some good collard yeah. greens. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I ate good. <laughs> <laughs> Put some ham hocking in. No, Actually, yeah, no, actually we put turkey and turkey, ours. We yeah. have a great turkey yeah. version and we have a vegan sriracha ver- version that sells way better than our turkey. It's wow. we sell out every yeah. You say time. we sell out. We, we, we mean the organization. Oh, That's okay. Good. Yeah. okay. Yeah. We sell greens at the festival. Right. And our lines be the longest. Yay. <laughs> and Jason, what about New Era? Talk about New Era. Yeah, it's been busy. It's been very busy. The foundation set, and that's kind of what I put in a little bit in the book too, like teaching people how to set the foundation. Cause that's really that's what I feel like I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just set it up for Wait, like scalability. Wait, what is New Era? <laughs> yeah, uh, consulting company, and but we focus on positive events and coaching. And because I had so much experience at an early age of like business and mm-hmm. different industries and stuff like that, I had to find a way to kind of tie that. So the positive events are coaching. I mean, sorry, uh, networking events, inspirational workshop, and then community stuff. And then the coaching is either one-on-one stuff or helping a small business. And that's why the saying new eras call for new thinking goes mm-hmm. back to what I talked about before is that people saying, oh, if you're in business, you got to be cut through and you got to be this. And I didn't, I never felt that. I felt like there was an abundance and I could help other people. So that's really what it is. Really a mindset, to be honest with you. But I had to find a way to make it into like the business world so right. that they would accept mm-hmm. it. So it's 2012 is when I started it. So it's still going. Okay. So how do people, our sippers, get to the consulting and get to the 90 day um, like online course and publishing like how do they find that well all my stuff is branded newerathinking.com newerathinking on IG Facebook all that good stuff so yes and also for me you can go to first book club publishing that's the number one ST book club Dot com, I'm sorry. But um, if you also go to thinkplanprevail.com and click on our author information, everything's there as well. And where can you get Think Plan Prevail? You can get it directly through us through thinkplanprevail.com. You can go to our social media pages. You can go to um, Amazon and Barnes & Noble to get our book. Okay. Well, we're happy to have you on here. Yes. We're going to, what I need from y'all going forward, I need some real shit. That was real, but it's going to be real too. No, don't no PC stuff. Not how we do. Especially this one. He's such a little she thug. Made, she made do a little PC. Little she she made do a little PC. He says it what? He's such a little Why thug right me? now. <laughs> like, I am, I am a, that beer. That's that soft ass thug. I am a vernacular thug. We I came from Baltimore. That's real thug. Like, you, tar- you are tarts up this morning. <laughs> okay. Morning. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and switch into our sip of the day. I get ready for our intro. Oh God. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Crank it up. Crank it up. Hey, TJ. You know what time it is. What time is it, TJ? Hey, L. You know what time it is. What time is it? Hey, Sippers. Watch us jam. You know what time it is. Time for the main sip. The main sip. It's time for the main sip. It's so bad. It's good. Get your cup ready. Be ready. Drink ready. Get your cup ready. Be ready. Drink ready. It's time for the main sip. The main sip. It is time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Get your tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Yes, 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 yes. I like that. That was good, right? Oh, Look, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> it's bad. So but bad is good. So bad is like good, right? Thank like, you. It's, Thank it's you. terrible. You know, it's terrible, but good. it's like 
baby boy. Like, it's so bad, it's good. All right, Sippers, today we are talking about insecure, being insecure, insecure. insecurities. So I want to start it off with what is what does that mean to you? What, how would you define insecure? So before we get into all the meat and potatoes, can we all agree that we all have some small insecurities? I mean, I need to see the definition before I can agree. What's the definition? <laughs> it's going to be different for everyone. That's what I'm saying. I need y'all to define so I would it say before I can agree to that statement. I would say insecurity is anything that caused you to lack confidence in yourself. Okay. Right? Self-doubt, fear, yeah. lack of confidence. That's what I would say. The, right, the writer has the definition. Listen, here. I just looked this up. It okay. says, no, you ain't supposed to be looking well, it up. Well, give, your, well, give your personal opinion first, and then you can give the definition, yeah. the book definition. Well, yeah. Uh, well, it's hard now that I read the definition. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But, okay. What does it say? Okay, so, sorry, my, my phone want to act up. All right, so the basic definition is not firmly fixed. Not liable firmly to, fixed. Not firmly fixed. I like that. That's mm-hmm. what I said. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. So you're liable to give away or to break. Yeah. Okay. I was like, wow, that's firmly fixed. Yeah. Insecure. I know that's like hard a, for a like brother a, who's super confident. Like I would say it's lack of confidence. I was just gonna there say that's, go. that's that's what it is about there whatever the thing I, is. I would say it's a lack of trust. Hmm. I think it could be a lack of it's trust. A, a lack of trust yeah. in other people or a lack of trust in yourself. I think it would be a I, I feel it's in, in the word in. insecure. That's what to, to me I think self when I hear yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely would say that it's all in, inward perspective about yourself. And how you think other people look at you or see you, right? I think, and I think back to the point. I think we all have maybe some kind of small insecurity. It could be, oh, I think my thighs are too thick. Or I'm. Or, I mean, small. We all got large insecurities. Like yeah, no, absolutely. no one is 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 well, I think spared. The, I think large is dependent upon the person. We don't have paramount. Right? Like it's yeah. not gonna overshadow us. But everybody has things that they're. That they that tweak them out. What was it that Kanye said? He said in his old song, he said, we all have insecurities. I'm just the first one to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we definitely all have insecurities. Um, have y'all ever dated someone who had an insecurity and how did it affect your relationship? Yes. I've dated two people where, inse- where insecurity was a, a issue. Uh, the first one... Um, we never really got out the gate because it was just too much. It was like wanting to control. Listen, I, there's just like a meme. Like, if you gonna get a bad bitch, then you gotta be able to deal with a bad bitch. Like, I mean, and she said, I'm turned up. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, I dressed exactly the same way that I like always did, and then all of a sudden, like, it became a problem. Um, this is how you got me. This is how I got you. Like, this right, is how right. I've been walking the world. So either you like it or you don't. But yeah. this is the package which I am displaying. Right. So he was. He was insecure about your physical appearance to other people in the yes, world, and wanted right. you to cover up. Wanted me to like be really covered up, like gotcha. not nothing form fitting, and then very insecure about like I have a lot of guy friends. I have a lot of friends, period, guys and girls. So he was not feeling that. And then the second one, it manifested in a different way. He became emotionally abusive mm-hmm. because of his insecurities. Either either one of y'all can answer that question. Ever dated someone who was insecure and how did it affect your relationship? They were insecure. Yes, yes, he was highly insecure. And what was so interesting is that he was accomplished as well, which kind of puzzled me. Mm. You know, like if you know what it takes to succeed in life and, you know, be the best in your circle and I'm just starting, 
then what is the problem? So needless to say, you know, that didn't work out, but it just opened my eyes because I was mm -hmm. fairly young. Mm -hmm. I was fairly young and it was like my first real relationship technically. And so it just, it just really gave me a different outlook on life to, to kind of be aware of that, you know, and to understand that's not my problem. That's your yeah. problem. Yeah. That's your problem. I think I said in a, a, a few episodes a while ago is talking about not, shouldn't have to dim your shine or dim your light exactly. in yeah. order to make someone else feel good about themselves. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of sort of the same thing in that situation. It's like he saw that you were trying to, about to be great. Right. He didn't want to be outshined. Right. So wanted you, because his insecurity wanted you to dim your light a little bit. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I definitely ran into that, especially being, I started out early in the business world. So it was like I was already in like a different light. So I could see her having an issue yeah. with me being around. Like, and I have a lot of like friends in general, let alone right. females and attractive. Not that I'm interested in them, it's just that they're not ugly. Mm -hmm. So then when they come around, it's like, mm -hmm. well, who is that? You yeah, sure yeah. you ain't never tried? I'm like, yeah. I promise to you, I don't like her. Go ahead, TJ. I'm gonna change around a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna point the finger at myself when I was insecure, okay? I, had, I was dating this young lady back when I used to model and she was a... Uh, uh, it goes with the story because she modeled also <laughs> but she was like on a different level model than what i was and we would go different affairs and everything and me being a model i, you know, I want the attention also right i was younger then but she got a lot of attention and just the embraces and seeing her hugging the guys and getting the guys kissing and everything i became more insecure with myself and it started to affect me more but uh yeah we all deal with that you know, people can deny it that they don't, but yeah. it's situational oftentimes, you know, because different insecurities will show up in different situations, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, no, we all have insecurities. I think it shows up differently now, like with, I'll just say the interaction with social media. Mm -hmm. You see somebody hit a heart or a comment mm -hmm. on somebody that you, you know, dealing with and they're yeah. you like, oh, yes. what's that? You yes. know, what's going yeah. on? She ain't never heard that before. Let me go, who is she? Who was he? You go look at that page, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Now you didn't commented on her page. Now you got a whole, right. a whole ass yeah. argument. You know, on that night about giving a heart on a damn status update. And people are online gangsters, so I feel like people are more disrespectful now oh, sure. than they would have been back in the day. Like, in front of, like, you know, you walk up on somebody and be like, yo, that's my girl. Like, chill. And, and dudes will back off. But online literally does not happen. They do not care. They're, you could literally yeah. post a picture of you and your boo and they'd be like, oh, but you looking good in that top, though. <laughs> What's up, boo? Slid in your DM. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got a quick. I got a quick question. Hold, this hold is, on, let me answer okay. real quick because I'm sorry. And so I dated someone who was so insecure they they felt like they were never good enough, mm -hmm. and wow. so in the relationship it was always me trying to validate them to make them feel good enough. It's mm -hmm. like, look, you are good enough. Right. Well, I don't know. They were always trying to. Uh, Sounds exhausting. Do, it, it was super exhausting. Super exhausting. It, it does become exhausting, but we have to look at our mates that we're dealing with and realize some insecurities they have, as well as ourselves, but also help them to heal from it. That's and one I, of my questions I was going to ask. Okay, because a lot of times we just sit here and we get frustrated with dealing with this, but not seeing that they're really crying out for something. But I got I got a question for everybody, mainly for the ladies. Okay. But it's for my boy, Jay. There's only uh, two ladies. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. Uh, you, you're going to know where I'm coming from okay. in a minute. Ladies, do you think... And also to the men here, do you think that women who wear makeup okay. is a sign of insecurity? Oh, okay. 
Eye roll. Cue eye roll. Jay Noble, I'm asking that question. I am so ready. Go ahead. Bring it. Come on. Okay. All right. So I've heard this question fairly recently. And for me, it has nothing to do with confidence. What's the difference between wearing makeup and you wearing a, a designer, whatever it is that you Getting wear, a or fresh a belt? Fade. You know what I'm saying? Going to, it's, it's the same thing. Now, if, if the makeup is required to leave the house all the time, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. someone wants to dress up and adorn themselves because they're mm-hmm. going to a party or or honestly for no reason, you know what I'm saying? If they just wake up and want to put on some makeup, mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't think that signifies a deeper issue. Okay. Yeah. So you just have to look for those signs though. Right. You know, right. will she go to Walmart, you know, in a full in full regalia? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a problem. You know, good, that's Walmart. good answer. Thank yeah, you. I Walmart. like that. Right. Go it out. Same. That's a lie. I'm sick of the shit. I'm sick of the shits, guys. I'm sick of it. Listen, it's the same thing as a guy getting a fresh fade or getting his beer or having a beard it, or no, not no, having no, a beard. No, it's not. It is, no, it's not. Oh, it is the same as having a beard. I'll, just, is, I'll discuss that in a minute. A Go ahead. Because you can. Girls have been beard fish. If you ever seen James Harden without a beard, you know what a beard can do. A guy couldn't put that beard there. Exactly. Exactly. So God gave us makeup too. Hello. God gave us these minds. These abilities. Man-made makeup. Man-made makeup, but God made man. So hello, let's bring it back. It's a circle of life. It's a circle of life. Okay, I'm gonna stop playing with me. You guys are so cute. I'm gonna say answers. I I will agree. I will say that like. I like I don't I wear makeup all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm fresh faced today, right? Like mm-hmm. it's I, I you don't look gorgeous today too, yeah, so thank you don't even you. Natural, <laughs> natural beauty, right? But like I don't require, but sometimes you just I mean, if I want to paint myself like a mermaid, I am mm-hmm. going to do it. And literally, I feel like yes, I feel like makeup is like being able to color as like it's like being a kid again. Right. Creativity. But I do think there it's are art. there are a lot of people who use a lot of makeup because they are insecure about who True. what they look like because they have a flaw they have freckles or they have is, blemishes right. on their face mm-hmm. that they're not comfortable with right, right? that's true that exists that's true. absolutely and so, so i so there i don't have a problem with makeup i have a problem with the overuse of makeup True. Mm-hmm. especially in a case where if it's making you look like a completely different person than what you are that's contouring right contouring I think contouring, contour. yeah. mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. it just brings out your your features, your natural the features. features. That you don't have, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, if you got cheekbones, if you don't got cheekbones, you can't contour. <laughs> okay, we all t- all tea all shade at all the moment. The all of the shade. Go ahead, TJ. What was your? I'm you answer. I'm gonna leave it alone. No, you answer. You was ready. I'm ready. <laughs> No, I agree with both of you ladies, and thanks for your input on that. I asked that. No. Okay. <laughs> See, TJ be so smart. Y'all, y'all, TJ, no. Because Jay, Jay posted a meme this week on oh, Facebook. Oh, I did. Yeah, and that's why I asked that question. I was just playing, though. I know, and this one young lady, she kind of like went in, and he didn't mean no harm, but there's truth behind a lot of these things out here. Mm-hmm. People don't want to accept. Okay, but yes, some women do wear makeup to hide their flaws and for insecure purposes, and that's true. But you, you ladies, y'all are young ladies now. You are way above that. A lot of them, these young kids, they wear makeup. Why? Because they don't like this. They don't like that. They hide yeah. this, that. When they're young, it's a lot of insecurity. Yeah. As they get older, it's just acceptance and just want to accentuate and beautify themselves a little bit more. That's just like what you got. Right, exactly. That's all it is. So um, that's my side with the ladies. But my thought is, who cares? Obviously, they care. Exactly. No, no, no. Exactly. Not necessarily. 
about like who cares if she wears makeup every single day? Like she's why a, is she's that allowed a, to? That's her preference. Yeah, that's her preference. And people act like it's literally a mortal sin, and I'm like, listen, honey, if it makes you feel better about yourself, if you feel like it's contributing to your self care that you put on a little bit of every single day, that's on you. Like you got to do what's best what? for you. Yeah. They sell that at Walmart. They sell it at Walmart. <laughs> Outside, y'all. So, so the backstory to what the, the meme was, and so I posted a meme of this of this of this cat with this scary looking face, like a shocked face, on my Facebook, and on the caption it said, "My face when I when I wake up realizing I stayed at her place and I rolled over and she had no makeup, no wig, mm-hmm. no eyelash extensions, and something else." So it was just a, a joke saying how much she's taken off. And yeah. It, mm-hmm. So it wasn't anything. All, all good jokes have truth to them. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. But you can, you can definitely alter your looks with makeup, but you can alter your looks. Guys do it too. Guys got wigs now and, 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 and that's, the beards. And, uh, again, that's you're right. They're altering. They're adding extra false things to them to make themselves look better or to beautify themselves. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? That's what it was. But... <laughs> <laughs> But when, when a man has a beard and get it outlined, that's not makeup. Okay, just no, like, just, just it like, is. Just like I, no, it's not makeup. No, if, if they're just, using it for the same, they're using it for the same purpose, which is to cover something that they are insecure about, right? Ooh. No, no, no. Yes. That's, that's no. interesting. Thank you. Stay with it. No, his, I his, need his, y'all to get on with it. No, no, it's covering up. Makeup is covering up. Give you a good example of covering something up. When your ass is going bald up top with a white man, and you swearing that little bit around, trying to cover that little bald spot, that's covering it up. Okay. Get your beard outlined. That's not covering it up. That's okay, just your beard, beard is fine, right? There's nothing that can hide your face, mm-hmm. but a J beard can cover some shit up. Why my beard's close though? Hey, AJ, you gotta do a side by no. side. You gotta post that of you with no beard and your beard, so, Yo, people, was, so you can prove I it. Was all right. I'm sorry. Ha- have you guys seen James Harden Look, without no, a beard and the with thing. a beard? I that the was thing. a computer-generated picture. Out there. And also, a lot of times, no. no, what they do is they take a picture of a 21-year-old young man right. who without <laughs> facial hair, right. and compared to a 29-year-old man who has now matured more, mm-hmm. have, has grown, worked out. Come on. You I'm do the sorry. Same thing with Drake. It's not the same thing. You can't grow a beard. I mean, you can't grow makeup. Right. Yeah, you might not be able to grow makeup, but it has the same impact, the same effect. It changes your facial features for something it can. different. I agree with that. It's all based on the re- the reasoning, right? The reasoning is if you're wearing makeup, is to cover up what you're insecure about, which is your face. If you're having a beard and you're growing it specifically to cover up your face, it has the but same. What, reason. What, what, no, 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 no. Makeup is also it's used. It's not really always to cover up. It's also to accentuate one's beauty. True. I, I mean, and I like accentuate that Accentuate one's beauty. So, so, if, if a woman has a mustache and shave that off, okay, if she does, is that makeup she's shaving off? No, she's covering them. And I, I don't blame her, but some don't care nowadays, okay? Yeah. Natural, it's natural for us to have facial hair and stuff like that. But when you, when you put in things over top of the cover, if I had got my eye knocked out, put a patch over it, I'm trying to cover that up. I'm insecure about my eye, you know? These I, huge long beards where you can't see people's faces is... Yeah, no, I if, agree if with you. If you're growing it for the sole purpose that you're trying to... Attract. It's called beard but most, fish. But most right. people are trying, most guys will grow a beard. It's because beard's been trending for the last few years. And also, they if you got no jawline or no chin, and then you all of a sudden look good better. They're, they're growing yeah. a beard to try to attract, attract other people, which is what makeup does. Let's not stay exactly. on makeup. Let's not stay on makeup. 
Oh, point. it's a good, it's a good point. Good, good question, point. TJ. <laughs> so, TJ, you start messing. We love the, you, girl. We love you. <laughs> what attributes are attached to someone who is insecure? Like, what other characteristics? Like, I would say jealousy is one, right? Mm-hmm. Jealousy is a sign of being insecure. Is there anything else you can think of that you think? Say it again. Possessiveness. Possessiveness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Anything else? Lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. Lack of confidence. I per- was, go ahead. Personality change. Hmm. I never, thought, I never thought about that. Give, give it some thought. It does. You said that, that personality changes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How so? Even Shay shaking his head. Yep. Yeah. How so, though? Because the way sometimes, and I'll put it to you in a, a simple way. Sometimes the way you met that first met that person, that personality may have been a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then over time, when they become very insecure with themselves, oh, yeah. it changes. Yeah. Their attitude, their personality, the all of that, yeah, it does change. You know? I have seen someone before you start getting to know them super confident. You're like, damn, that's a confident woman. Mm-hmm. Or whatnot. And then you get with them, and all of a sudden, it just starts changing. And maybe it's a reflection of, it's something that could be a reflection of us. Maybe we're doing something. That's causing them to. That's do my that. next question. Can do you think that you can prompt insecurity in someone else? Absolutely, I think so. I know TJ's gonna say you can't make somebody else feel some way. I think you absolutely can. I, I think you think so. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't think so because it goes back to the definition of insecure. It's like something is missing in you. In you. Some, yeah. it's, it's you. It's you. People try to deflect all the time. Yes. They deflect all day long. They deflect their problems with Girl, insecurity. We got to write a book together. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's say this. Let's say that you have a partner that you're, that you're dating and you're involved with and this person is always on their phone late at night at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Or let's say you're out and about and this person's always hugging up and kissing on another person. Mm-hmm. You telling me that that's not that person's actions is not going to help make you or present you be, possibly being insecure about your relationship? Um, I wouldn't be insecure about the relationship. I would have a conversation mm-hmm. about boundaries and respect at that yeah. point in time because mm-hmm. just know if you're doing this to me, you have to be able to accept this Ex- as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this to you, but I'm just letting you know mm-hmm. that you know we can't keep dishing this out and. Mm-hmm. And think it's all good and and expect a healthy relationship. Come on, yeah, why are you texting exactly. someone at eleven o'clock at night when exactly. we're together in the bed? You know, can you at least put your phone down for eight hours? Mm-hmm. Can you put it down for eight hours. Can we enjoy each other? Wake up and have a great day, and you go back to what you're doing because that's the yeah. thing. You do whatever the hell you want to do. Mm-hmm. But when it's us, right? Have some respect. And, and like I always say, they don't make you feel that way, exactly. but they are a part mm-hmm. of what made you feel that they way. They contribute, yes. right? Right, exactly. That's the word. And that's what it is. That's a good word. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, you got four is Jay. I love when Jay got what about somebody. what about people who have to turn the lights off when they want to have sex? Is that an insecurity? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a, right. a physical insecurity. They don't want to be seen. And sometimes I think it's also like a trust thing with their partner. They don't trust their partner. What you laughing at? Go ahead. I want to bomb this question. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm ready. I want no, to go ahead. No, I got I have to know now. No. No, <laughs> no, it is not an insecurity. You don't okay, think so? no. To me, turn the lights off by having some light in there. No, I didn't say have so, some light. Hold up, no, no. You said turn the lights off. Okay, yeah. so I said turn to me, having the lights off. No, but setting the mood in there. Setting the that's mood. That's what is I like to thing. do. Because not being able to see the person at all. Yeah, well, no. This is I don't know that yeah. that uh, Eddie Murphy shit talking about. Make it darker in here. <laughs> I was gonna say I think it's um, maybe not an insecure thing but it's like some people really are shy from yeah. that capacity when you yeah. talk yeah. about like that's sexually true. so that's, that's, true. that's what i would think that that's is. true too that's mm-hmm. true too it could be a shyness as well you know and to add to that i with, with coaching i had some 
young ladies who say that when they always say sex, when they first started, the lights was always off. So they're used to that oh, also. Yeah. And they're not, they're not used yeah. to the lights being on. And it wasn't insecurity. And it was just that that wasn't how they was kind of like introduced. came about introduced. Thank I, you. I went right. that. Yeah. You know, you, okay. and maybe you got to kind of just coach them out of that or, or not really or help them out of that. I want to take coach, help them, out, help them out of that. Turn the lights on, get a mirror. I want to see everything. Like, I want to see everything. You videotape the camera going to have to. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. On my S9. You and I got to write a book, man. Why is the light on right now? So what's the difference between needing validation and needing appreciation? You think about insecurity, right? People, part of being insecure is like they always need validation. Like mm-hmm. validate who I am or whatever. It goes back to the uh, part of uh, needing to, uh, what's what I was saying, be appreciated or whatnot. I what's the difference? Have, well, I think they have it backwards. I think the person that's insecure, um, to your point, they need validation. When validation should come from yourself mm. you should validate yourself like there should be nothing no one can say about you mm. that's gonna take you off your kilter mm. you know what i'm saying i like that uh, and appreciation comes from the relationship mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. even for yourself but yeah mm-hmm. like that yeah. I'll, I'll use it in terms of social media you don't go on with social media for appreciation really but you do go in there for validation those likes, those loves, all that, and then you post a picture, that's to validate things, yeah. okay? You don't really go in there looking for appreciation, okay? But at times, they do work together, all right? But mainly, when you want validation, you're trying to get something to make you feel good about you, okay? You want something to validate what you feel, what you think, and so forth, too. But when it comes to appreciation, that's just something to just... You do something or something and everything for someone and everything, you're going to be appreciated mm. for it, not validated for it. Right. I'm not saying, okay, I did it for you, thank me, but post it on social media, they mm. validate it. No, I'm just saying, say thank you. That's mm. all. That's mm. you know. I think that goes by the person, though. Because mm-hmm. if you think about, like, nowadays, we live in an era where people say happy birthday to me. Where before yes. people used to post yes. on your line, yes. now mm-hmm. it's like, all right, y'all, just in case y'all forgot, mm-hmm. today's yeah. my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it in, bring mm-hmm. it yeah. in. Right, 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 right. I think I'm going to have an unpopular, or well, I do have an unpopular view. I feel like validation is not only required by yourself, but it is required by other people. I think other people do, you, you do need to be validated in some way, right? There's a reason why we have titles in companies. Yeah. It needs to validate your your history, your experience. It needs to validate your position in that company, mm-hmm. right? I think validation is really important from others. However, that validation can't be, it can't, Overrun it can't be you. your foundation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. It yeah. can't overrun you, right? It can't be the only main thing. The primary focus is to be validated, right? I, I like where you're going there. That's like the I social did. hierarchy needs, yep. basically. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, I want to be valid- validated as your friend. You know, I want to be validated as your lover. Like, everything, everybody validates each other all the time, right? Th- 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 I mean, that's but, why social media is so popular. And going with what you're saying, and I, I like how you put that inside, because now you're identifying identifying yourself with what you're validating yourself as being. Yeah. So when you are like that position at your job, now you may be cat and so-and-so. Right. So that's how you identify yourself. You want everybody to sit and do the same thing. Exactly. You're but, 
I'm sorry. Because, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly so what I'm right. saying. Like, yep. once you're like, if you are the CEO, mm-hmm. right, you have validated that you run this bit, mm-hmm. you the HBC. Mm-hmm. HBNIC? Something close enough. Oh, we get them there. Hooked on phonics. Right? Right? Like, you need other people to validate that, too. Like, there's like there's a reason why judges, you have to call them judge when you go into the dang courthouse, right? There's a reason why you call your mama mama, because you validate her position, her status, right? You call your daddy whatever. That's the reason why you I call, call daddy daddy. President Obama President <laughs> That's Barack why I still Obama. call my president <laughs> President Obama because... A, a lot of people do define themselves by how they validate themselves right. as well. And and that's good and bad at times. Yes. When you're at work, that's fine for respect at work. But yes. when you're outside of that, you're not that person that much anymore. You're right. not on a personal level. And I, but I think it's Correct. necessary though, like kind of to go to you, you, back to your book, like Think, Plan, Prevail. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes... They always say dress for the job you want, not the job that you have, mm-hmm. right? You're you need validation to, to the other people. Like I'm showing you that I can get to that other level mm-hmm. if you were to see me that way. Mm-hmm. And here I am dressing that way so that you can see me that way, mm-hmm. right? And that will help me transition up. Like I think validation is very important. I'm I'm also a sociologist. That's my what I graduated for un, in undergrad. But like, oh, <laughs> you said I was like I knew it. Yeah, I'm like, validation is very required. And I, so I don't want to feel like, because sometimes I say people people use very generalized like comments and memes, and especially on social media, and it can make you start thinking like, am I the only one, right? Like, you're not the only one if you are seeking validation. However, other people's validation shouldn't be as important as your own, I think is what yeah, everybody kind of agrees I agree to. with that. Perfect. Um, so one thing that insecure people also do is they self-sabotage their relationships right Mm -hmm. yes and so have you or have you ever dated someone who kind of like they pull you in but they they then push you away like they self-sabotage relationships have have any of you ever experienced it or been that person who self-sabotage a relationship that's insecurity I do. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you put water bottle <laughs> down, you're readjusted. <laughs> like, you got to say some things, okay? Well, uh, I guess the essence of what I wanted to say is a lot of times when that happens, sometimes people are aware of those self-sabotaging behaviors, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they aren't. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. not aware. So when you bring it up to them, they take it as an attack. Oh, you're right. attacking yep. me. You're attacking yep. me. Oh, no, when it's really the truth. So uh, I guess to your point, I've, I've been in a situation like that where, where it was actually on both ends. I can't say it was just me, and it certainly wasn't just him, but it was just having an awareness mm-hmm. of how we could. So I've been in a situation where we both kind of contributed to that, not realizing that, but having, again, that healthy conversation. Hey, you realize you, you know, you're doing this mm-hmm. or, you know, and being receptive when someone says that to you and then, and then bringing about that change. Mm-hmm. But um, I've also been in the one where it was just... Um, kind of like intentional and it was like you know mm-hmm. what let's just go on ways. Yeah. it's not gonna work Jason yeah um, I've run into that too where it, it could be both ends and you're just like you don't even realize you're like lost in the sauce you don't even realize yeah. it. Like, and we talk about that in the book too about the different you know stages of learning like first you're unconsciously unconscious you don't even know you're doing it yeah yeah and then after that someone brings it to your attention you become consciously unconscious like you become aware you're just finally looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and after a while if you accept that then you can start to work on it then you become consciously conscious you're starting to correct yourself and correct your habits or your thought process and then if you do it well you get to that last phase of unconsciously conscious where it's just like a new habit 
and you don't do as many um, self, def- um, I guess, deterring things yeah. away from your goals and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can think of two situations that I was in when I was younger, whereas I self-sabotaged it. And I'm not sure if you really don't call it insecurity, but I know it was fear. Mm-hmm. I started liking the young, I really, really liking the young ladies. They were great young ladies, but I started finding reason not to like them anymore. You know, yeah. well, you know, she got an ugly big toe. And I'm sorry, it was, a, no, it sounds funny. It was the smallest thing that I would pick out just to sabotage. Yeah, so I'd be like, it. now I would concentrate on that and just, it would start going away. Man, you know? Look how she eat this toast. I can't exactly, eat she crunched too damn much. She oh, eating lettuce. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It'd be eating so marshmallows and crunching. It's so, petty. <laughs> and so oh, well, I'm I am the like queen of the self sabotage for sure. I'm a runner. I run from relationships. <laughs> Sounds so first bad. First step, is it? <laughs> yeah, first step. But you know, whatever. <laughs> I think it's just like I start my first my first relationship was just so toxic mm-hmm. that. It created so many like triggers for me, and so you know I'm still working through them. But just curious, how long has it been since that relationship? It's been a minute. Five years, two like years, like ten. Okay, and it still affects you. It does. See, it really does. See, the, the right man will take the time. To get I can't right with you when you give me the <laughs> pimp's <Pinsar> own voice. <laughs> the right man. So I've definitely, right. uh, <laughs> I've definitely self-sabotaged <laughs> in the past. Like I was insecure enough to. Where I was just like, like, like you, I would find a reason right. not to make this work. Or I would, so that's one thing like I changed in the, over the last few years. I changed my philosophy on dating. I said, stop finding reasons right. not to be with someone right. and find more reasons to be with them. As long as they weren't red flags mm-hmm. or things that were deal breakers, right? I was like, you know what? Stop making excuses. And then once I got in relationships... I said, don't run at the first sign of an argument. Right. 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 It's they're like, normal. okay, they're normal. They're going to happen. Yeah. Just figure out a way to to discuss, to communicate. One thing I don't like, I don't want to argue. Mm-hmm. We can have a healthy conversation about what the issue is. But in the past, I wasn't confident enough in my communication mm-hmm. skills and my place in the relationship to be able to do that. So instead of having that conversation, I'm like, fuck it. Right. I'm out of here. I ain't got time for this. That's a good point because a lot of times we get into one argument. The first thing we say, you know what? I don't need this shit right here. I ain't dealing with this. It's one of the first things we say and we run away from it. Yeah. And so, guilty. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Guilty. Come on. I'll be running. She's kicking me under the table right now. I, was, I wasn't a runner. I was a stiff armor. He <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't even get close. Damn. To high, high, straight Heisman. <laughs> so true. Yeah, so, I mean, those things we do, but we have to learn how to realize it's just one argument. And you know the interesting thing about that, like, that you bring up is people who do that, and, like, I obviously am guilty because I'm a runner, but, like, people who do that, they think that they're doing it for their own self-care, yep. not really yep. realizing that yeah. they're actually, like, self-sabotaging yep. themselves. Exactly. Right? Because yes. they'll run like, I don't got to deal with this shit. You're not going to mess with my peace of mind. Right? Like, you got no peace. You're really sabotaging yourself. You right. know, like... And it's so frustrating <laughs> Frustrating if you're the person on opposite end, especially if you like this person. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, cause they do things like, for example, the last girl I was dating, like, we had this awesome chemistry. And I was just like, yo, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking to post on social media, like, this is this gonna be the I chick. Remember. Mm-hmm. Right? So, she would do things, pull me in a little bit, and then push and me away. Like, yeah. It yeah. was like, it was, and so after, after a while, you just had to come and say, look, this this ain't working, mm-hmm. right? But it's because you give me all these mixed signals. Like, your, your actions say one thing, but your other actions 
say otherwise. So, so what is it? Mm-hmm. And so it just comes down. Some, sometimes time is not right. Right. But do y'all think we have a responsibility to try to help people once you identify that they have insecurities going on? Ooh, that's a. You can't help somebody who's not ready yet. That's true. I've learned that. You know, that's you just true. gotta. So you say something like how Sam said, you you have the conversation with them and just depending on where they are, they're going to respond to it. Hopefully don't react. They respond mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. and you kind of kind of go from there. But I know for a fact, I've definitely been like, I've broken some hearts because I just wasn't there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it just, no matter how good they were in the chemistry and all that, it didn't matter. I just was like, like, like Elle said, like, nah, I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, wait, wait. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah, I don't like that right there. So yeah. I'm going to get up out of here. So that was where I was. Yeah. And Barry Sanders is. <laughs> I think that you do actually have a response. Well, if you, if this person is a person in your life, right? Like if they're a friend or if you at least want to maintain a friendship, like you're dating them, but you at least think like you guys will maintain a friendship, then I think you do. I think we have to realize everybody has insecurities. We know this. Every single body has multiple insecurities, right? And so if you want someone to be patient with you, you have to be patient with other people. Mm-hmm. And so I think for the people who are who you think are going to stay in your life, then yes, it is your responsibility to help walk them through their insecurities. But you can't walk with them. You can walk with them. You can't force anybody, obviously, to do what they don't want to do, right? But you can definitely guide and help. And I mean, that's what the whole, yeah, that's what the whole motivational speakers, that's what life coaching is. Like, that's what it's like. You can help people through things by just being there for Mm -hmm. them, right? You can just plant a seed, and sometimes if you got to keep it moving, keep it somebody right. in water. Right. Eventually, they'll get it. Exactly. And that's, and that's the key, though. They have to be willing to want to work through mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm not going to fix you all by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's right. like, I see these things, and I'm trying to help you identify these things, especially if you see it for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to see when something's, when you're doing a pattern that's habitual with you over the course of your life. It's like, okay, here it is. I'm doing the same thing again. Mm-hmm. Let me. Let me mm-hmm. be aware of it. Let me bring it to my, my, my partner. Look, I, this is what I just did. This is why I did it. I'm trying to get better on it. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, well, let me help you get better on it. You know what I mean? If you got to be able to see it when it's happening exactly. in real time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say it's your responsibility, but it is selfless of you to assist that person. When you see something in them, they don't see themselves yet. For you to help them out with that and help them to become yeah. aware of it. And like you said, you know, you plant the seed. You know, you help them sit here and see what they don't see at this time. Mm-hmm. And if during your efforts, they're not really catching on to it, then it's time for you to step away because you still have your joy. Right. But at least you did put forth the effort for it to be a us and we, not just an I and me in this out of there. Right. So. Are selfies um, a sign of insecurity? Hell yes. Someone does a lot of selfies? Yep. <laughs> yes. Actually, I don't think so I because think. when I feel the most confident is when I'm taking the most pictures. <laughs> like when I'm feeling the most like the baddest is when I am actually the most active with the picture life. Okay. And the more I'm inse- feeling insecure or not mm-hmm. feeling very confident is actually the, the, the least amount of pictures yeah. that I take. But that's why you take the selfies to get, get, that, get that insecurity out of you. To post it up there. No, I look, I've seen, you see yourself in the mirror. You know what you're looking like, mm-hmm. right? So if you're feeling strong about who you are at mm-hmm. that moment, you take, I think the selfie is a, uh, and that might just be me, right? Mm-hmm. Not, it just can't, that, that might not be everybody else, but generally, if you see me posting a lot of selfies, it's because I'm feeling myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's a bit of both. You know, um, I, I watch uh, different friends who constantly 
posting selfies. But I can tell when it's those who are needy and thirsty for those that's compliments. You know, and that's why, you that's why I go, oh, yeah. Going. Yes, I mean, yeah. I mean, when they start, you, you ever watch a friend of yours or a young lady, someone, you know, I'm using young ladies for this, who will oftentimes post nice pictures, but all of a sudden it's cleavage, yeah, now it's breast shots about. and booty shots. I'm like, okay, you went from I like, I like one thing to another. Keep <laughs> 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 it hydrated. But it's like, you went from 100 likes, now you right. get two, three, 400 likes, right. and yeah. you're posting even more now from that. I, and I think so that's kind of it's kind of like so validation cool. almost to yes, a yes, point. Exactly. So yes, it is. Like some, a lot of people, maybe not L, but a lot of people do post a lot of selfies because they're not feeling confident, but they do feel some kind of sexy, but they post it. They want to get a little more validation. Oh, now I'm getting all these likes. Get a, yeah, they're going to get some attention. So I actually got into a huge Facebook fight. Wasn't with me. Who won? Who, who you knocked out? We didn't actually. We actually, it was good. Shout out to my girl, Caroline. Oh, you said the name. I said the name because it was, it was how it, a Facebook argument should be, sure. right? It was a debate. It was, we both had our points. We agreed to disagree at the end. Like, you know that is big for some Facebook, right? <laughs> but it was like, I got your point. You got my point. We can't agree on the same things, but it is what it is. But we went in. But, um, okay, so there was a picture. And the first half of the picture was, like, girls who were, you know, hot girl summer all year long. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, hot girl summer, like, you know, like, wearing revealing things. And it's like, if you dress like this, and then the bottom pictures was, like, girls boot up with dudes, Mm -hmm. but all dressed modestly, Mm -hmm. you won't be getting this. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, it's always Mm -hmm. shocking when somebody posts that because it's always a guy who posted, but... It's always the women who go in. And I, I would think like the women would go in on like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but it's actually always like the women who are going in justifying the post. And so she was saying that if you dress revealing that you are insecure, you need validation, you, you, like it's kind of mm-hmm. like what you guys were saying. And that's the whole, only reason why you would desire to dress that way. And I was saying, no, maybe you just got really good boobs and a great butt and you want to show it off. Or maybe it's a really cute outfit that you're just trying to rock. Like, I don't think that what how you dress necessarily correlates to how you're feeling. But what do you guys think? Do you think like if you see somebody who's not dressed, who's dressed not skanky? Well, no, whatever version she wants to be naked or not naked. Do you think that's a sign of insecurity? Mm. I don't think insecurity, and I think it's a lot of factors with that, depending on the guy, what you guys are into, and things of that nature, but I always use the example, kind of what you were getting at, is that um, I always say, like, if I dated Beyonce, right? Right. You have to be okay the fact that she's one of the most beautiful women in the world, right. and she does sexy stuff. Right. So you know that everybody wants to smash your chick, right? <laughs> For real. So you gotta know that that's what she does, and whatever the case is, and here she is now, married, and for a while with the family and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't think that that makes a difference in that capacity. Some do dress a certain way and do certain things for the insecurity, but when you're single, you're trying to catch a guy. That's yeah. kind of, you know, as a female yeah. dressing up, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's trying to get a guy's attention because mm-hmm. people don't want to admit that, but you do see the person first, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay, she's hot. You go talk to her, and then from there, that can start the process. So I don't think it matters but there there are limits to it though in my opinion like you could tell if she share everything and you know what i mean all that that's different but if it's just form-fitting you know sexy accent you know whatever you were blessed with with god or whatever you want to got surgery to do um you know you kind of go from there i don't think it's a i don't think it's an insecurity i think that people should be allowed to 
show what they want to show. If that's if they have the body and they feel good about it, dress however you want to dress. Even like, if you don't have the body, girl, that's go ahead. Or, guy, or guys, go ahead, or guys. go ahead, yeah. sir. I mean, do your do do your <laughs> thing. But I I yes, do sir. think that based on how you dress, you will also attract a certain kind of person. That's right. And so if you only if you dress very, uh, you showing all your skin mm-hmm. on Facebook or social mm-hmm. media all the time. You're gonna attract a certain kind of guy. If you dress modestly, and it's, you're gonna attract a certain kind of person, it works both ways. And Absolutely. so I think that the people who, like for your friend who maybe I don't know what side of the aisle she was arguing on, modesty. Maybe she dresses that way, and that's kind of her thing. So when she sees women dressing a certain way, in her perspective, that's something negative. But for the opposite side, someone who dresses, who shows their skin, they see somebody who dressed modestly. That's a negative perspective to them. So it's all about whose reality are you trying to get and who are you trying to attract, right? Because I've seen women that I'm like, oh, damn, she's kind of sexy. And I'm like, I'll be like, he could and he'll tell me, like, Jay, that's not somebody who, who you want to be with because that's not who you are, right? It's like you need somebody who's a little blah, 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 blah. So I just think it depends on the person's mm-hmm. perspective of what you're trying to attract. It's not insecurity to me. I think you got to pay attention to the pattern. Back to your point, mm-hmm. you have to pay attention to the pattern because there's nothing wrong with dressing up and wanting to be sexy. I mean, we all awesome sexy. I'm mm-hmm. trying to tell you, you know. And sometimes you just let the sexy out, and that's fine. Absolutely. But you can tell a hundred percent when someone is just uh, fishing mm-hmm. for like thirst trap. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, it's like really, you're just gonna put your whole your whole self out there on social media. Like this picture could never go down. I can see your pussy. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I mean, you're going to put yourself out here right. for, for likes, for, for, know, for attention, yes. you yes. know, yeah. C- come on, where, where's your self-respect? Mm-hmm. Why are you that insecure? I mean, it plays into the whole topic. Yeah. Why are you that insecure? You want strangers. Exactly. People Seen who don't care about you. Mm-hmm. They don't care nothing about you. Mm-hmm. They're going to hit your picture and keep scrolling and, and like the next mm-hmm. one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. You got to pay attention to that. But though. see, oh. like... There's to me this automatic negative connotation of the thirst trap, right? Even though almost everyone has been guilty of it at one point or the other. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why is it bad? Okay. Like, why is it, if you want to show, if you feel comfortable enough with your body that you are fine with showing it out to the world, that is your thing, why is that a bad thing? Uh, let, let me let me put it to you this way, because I was going to say this. Sometimes one's insecurity comes to one's mental maturity, mm-hmm. okay? And that's fine right now. When, when we're younger, we feel that okay. that bold of, and brash about ourselves. I did. I mean, I wore my shirt. I was in the fire department. We had a fire. I took my whole shirt off and had on a beater. <laughs> no, no, I'm wrong. But these girls, I'm like, yeah, what's up? I'm all sweaty, dirty, and everything. They be like, mm, look at you, boy. That was my maturity back then. Yeah. Right. It was still an immaturity. I like being like that. You're right. There's nothing wrong with that. But as you grow older and as you mature to different levels, that's right. you know, you start, as she mentioned earlier, about having respect for yourself for certain kind of way. I love seeing these older women out here looking sexy, yeah. but not as revealing. I'm telling you. It's yeah. a beautiful you thing. Can do it. You it's can. a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. So it's not knocking anyone. And like I said, you're right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what you want to do. You see it more so in the younger generation, which is fine. Enjoy your youth. I tell anybody, yeah. enjoy your youth. Put it out there. Am I going to look? I'm going to look. And I'll be like, damn. Then I'll be like, mm, no, that's a little too young. She only but, mm. you know, whatever, right? But still, enjoy it. But it's still not for everyone. And okay. still, and everyone don't need to have that same kind of mentality about it. Just 
And as you, as somebody mentioned, also just do you. That's what you want to sit here and do. That's yeah, but I think like I think it's funny that we have different standards for different women. Like J Lo is fifty. Her, she's constantly dressing very revealing, but that's okay. So I think like I, and part of it is because I did a lot of social work, like volunteering, and I think sometimes they just want to look that way, right? You have like a Cardi B is your the person that you're jamming with and you're young, right? It's not a reflection of your insecurity like about yourself. You just mm-hmm. want to look like who you jamming with. Like, you know, that's who you think is hot. Everybody used to walk around looking like TLC back in my day, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were the ones that were it. And I think at that age, you want to be hip. I think right. it, art, I think your outfit can be an expression. To me, it's like art. Sure. sure. I think also for the J Lo's, for the Beyonce. I mean, they're in inter- they're in entertainment. Inter- right, they entertain. Right. Yes. So they yes. have. It's not only them. They have people who dress them. They have people who make them up. They have people yeah. who choose what they're going to wear. Mm-hmm. And, and the top of the line of people who do that. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's to just I guess speak to who they are as an entertainer mm-hmm. and to. And, and it, gener- it generates that kind of attraction exactly. to them so for, that's for that business. Yeah. Yeah. It's not every day. But why should it be? Why Why do we have and, a different and, and, standard for entertainers than regular people? Because Aren't here's entertainers. Why. Here's why. Because there's always a difference in things out here. And there's also, you know, there's, you have a business side where you see the lawyers, are they dressing that way? No. Mm-hmm. Because when they come to that, 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 come into that meeting room, dress that kind of way and everything, they're going to get certain kind of attention there. Right, right but okay. isn't that, but, like, to me, that's, it's like victim shaming. No, it's no, not. It's, it's not. Like, it's no, not. listen. A man should be able to be able to focus on what he needs to focus if it's business, right? Mm. I should be able to walk around naked, right? And he should be able to focus on no. business, right? No. That's, that's, that's you know, uh, again, I'm no. not going to knock you for what you think and feel, and that's good on that. I respect that, right? But, but in, in, in the business industry, we have to understand that we don't set this. Right. We still have what we think and what we feel. Whereas it's still controlled a certain kind of way, and it should be a certain. And kind it works of way. both ways. It men, should be. men can't walk yes, around should, with tight yes. ass pants and with dick print showing every yes. day, every Monday well, through yes. Friday. Yeah, I yes. see these yeah. boys and these little I mean, there's, 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 there's a time for it to be pro- more professional, and there's a time for it to be a bit more social as well. All right, we're gonna agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> all right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to my least favorite segment of all time. <laughs> <laughs> she always says that, but she's always the one that's. Whipping TJ's ass over there, but TJ's been doing good. See how he's trying to throw that in there. He, I know. He got he got knocked the, mm, out this morning by Al Gessup on I, I, I got a slice up in there like TJ, but I'm with the model, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, yeah, so you know, back when I won Mr. America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're about to play uh, that sounds familiar. So uh, I've chosen five songs for Shade to play for you for the table and for the sippers. You have to guess either the name of the song or the name of the artist before everyone else. So, Sam, you're also playing against Jason. So you're not a team. Even though you came with the team. Oh, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> he moves the mic. He moves the mic. That's um, And so they range anywhere from pretty much 80s to present day. All right. Sippers, as you know, you can find these songs on the All Tino Shade Spotify playlist. We do not own these songs. We don't have the rights to these songs. We just love them. We appreciate them. And we want them to get dead their credit so please go stream it play it share it and all that good stuff all right are y'all ready let's, let's L, go are you is your hating ass ready you ready oh she focused. <laughs> oh look at that look i do not like him right now so this first song came out i don't know if, it, if anyone's gonna get this but she's very popular and she's trending right now it came out in 2019 Beyonce, her no she was recently on BET. 
Is BT still so, oh, right. so operating? There you go. Yeah. Jesse J. No. To the big girl. Yeah. Um. She plays a clarinet as well. Jasmine Sullivan. Nope. Oh, I know it's this girl. Um, Fudge Monkey. If, if you're on my Facebook, I've recently posted a picture of her on my Facebook. Is it Izzy? I, I don't know her Izzy? name. No, I see. I think I seen the picture on there. I seen it. I don't know the girl name. Hey, okay, I don't know who it is. No, I don't know her name. So this is Lizzo. That's Lizzo. what I'm Izzy. Not, I was like, it's Lizzo. Okay. Lizzo. Lizzo. What's the name of that song that she got? That's how it's like. Uh, Truth hurts. Truth yeah, hurts. Yeah. Truth hurts is her one that is out trending, yeah. but this is off her new album called Juice. Um, I don't, I, can't, I don't know the name of the album. All right, so none, of, none of y'all got that, but that was to, to be expected. This next song, <laughs> I feel like it's a, feel like it's a fail for you. No, uh-uh. I feel like when we don't get it, it's a fail on no, you. It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> I can't make it easy all the time. This next song came out in 1998. Yes. Tupac? You about to say it. Why didn't you say it? I, I didn't know who was Tupac or Machiavelli. That's why. Uh, <laughs> I would have went with both. The same person. Yeah. So this is Tupac. Yeah. Do for love. You made it in 1998, man. A long time ago. I always remember the video. The cartoon? Yeah. Yes. It was, man. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac or Biggie? Biggie. Tupac. Biggie. Biggie. Pop for me. Pop. Mm, if I had to choose Biggie. What? That's what's up. That's right. Biggie. So we're split right now. Hold on. <laughs> no, we were in We got Tupac. You said Tupac. Shay, Shay, you got to pick Tupac or Biggie. Different reasons. Uh, <laughs> always <laughs> political. Pop had like message. Mm-hmm. He had like jams. Right. So fuck message as well. I mean, they kind of. If you really want to throw a party. Shay, just pick one. <laughs> I do music. Shay. He ain't picking. So. <laughs> All right. So well, that's what's up. Yeah. Now we're tied. I'm the tiebreaker. Tupac. <laughs> 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 All right, so Jason has one. The rest of the table has zero. Second, my phone. Uh, point to no, that. So this next song came out in 2002. 2002. Hi, your show. Erica. Yes. Oh, I was going to say com- Okay. Sorry. But she comments in. I, I was going to say comments, yeah. My, my. You actually been jamming. This is like a, a little lit playlist right now. The, the playlist is really good. Yeah, I know. I be I will keep you listening to it. On Spotify. Telling people, man, you should have played Call on Tyrone. That's what you should have. <laughs> yeah, you would have got that one. But yeah, I mean, the All Tino Shade playlist is actually really good because I choose always like popular songs that were trending at whatever time. So if you go and listen to it, man, it's just like constant hit after hit after hit. So it's one one. Who got that one? TJ got that TJ. one. Oh, TJ on the board. All right, oh, and Jason's on the board. Again, Jason cheated. You ain't won yet, though. <laughs> All right, so this next song came out in 1993. Turn it up, Shay, loud on this one. Seven Campbell. Can we talk? Seven Campbell. Yep. yep. Look She's at like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Guns are blazing. <laughs> what happened to Seven Campbell? I don't know. He was oh. the best. The Goofy Ooh. soundtrack is literally the most most underrated. Like. 
kids movie soundtrack. It's all Tevin Campbell, and it is lit. Mm. I never heard the um, Goofy soundtrack. I just put you onto life just now. Yeah. Mm. Like, like legitimate life. <laughs> Goofy, though? Right, Shay? It's legit. It's Disney, MC Hammer in Disney. Yes, yeah. MC Hammer and Tevin Campbell, like, going at it. And he's singing. She was, like, Samantha was on that She one. was. Like, <laughs> she was. I just gotta beat him, that's all. So we that's gotta, how we feel. So it's 1-1-1, one, 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 zero. I know, I got love. L for the L. He throwing shade, man. That's so wrong. Why are you doing this? Cut your ass and talk about me last week until the end of the show. I ain't nobody got time for you. That's why I ain't talk about you, because you're a hater. This one came out in 1997. 97. Tyrese. 702. Get it together. 702. Look at that. I like that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 702, man. They remind me of Total. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I always got them confused. But this is 702. Get it together. You know who produced this song? Donnell Jones. No. Oh, yeah. Donnell Jones produced this song. Really? All right. So this next one, I, I chose six for, 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 for a reason because I thought it would be a tie. So if Sam gets this next one, she is the champion of that sounds familiar. If one of you get it, we got to find another one to break the tie. Okay. This last one. Is there a tie? Yes, it can't end on 2-2. Two, two. Oh, I mean, I could get it. Damn. That's you what I'm saying. You just count me out? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if, it, if, so, if, if you get it, if you get it. If I get it, then she wins. Right. What do you mean she wins? Because 2 oh, one, that's one, true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He just count me out. He said, you ain't going to get this. But mm-hmm. don't you have one? Yeah. So it's two. She has two, though. So she if you get two. this, it would be two. Yeah, if they get it. But if she together, gets it, it'd be one, one, yes. one, two. If she, she gets wins. it, you still win. All yeah. right, so this one came out. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you! <laughs> but she cut, she, she, she cut off Jason, though. I did not. Or T. Or T. All right, Shay, you ready? Came out in 2006. Just my legs. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Sexy She's bag. so fast. <laughs> I know, I couldn't even... She's so fast. <laughs> so this is Justin Timberlake, 2006, Sexy Back. Sexy Back. This was big. This was yeah, big when this came out. That was a nice one. Big, that was a good time too. Yes, it was it 2006. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was. I was still in like the mortgage game then too. I just remember that man. That was like a good time. It was a good time, man. Timberland was, produced this track, man. I was 34. I loved him. You were 34, 30, 2006. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all feel like Justin Timberlake culturally appro- I mean, appropriated our music? Absolutely. Yeah, one hundred ten percent. Because and then he goes stock Louis White, it, yeah. like when it's convenient for him, and then he comes back to the hood for the music. That's cold switching. Yeah. I mean, I ain't knocking it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's a, cold switching is a thing. Yeah, I mean, we and do it all the time. Yes, it's a skill yeah, set. Yeah, I just so posted a picture of uh, Sammy Sosa. It's like him originally. Oh, man. He's so bad. It was man. like me, and then when he was like in the transition of his light skinniness, <laughs> it's like. My phone voice, and then now his full whiteness. My resume, like he does not look the same. That's, in, that's insecurity, right? Absolutely. No, I think bleaching in your skin because we don't like your own skin. Oh yeah, yeah, bleaching your skin. Yeah, for that's sure. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, my little, my little white voice is how I get a job. Like, uh, uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, mm. Y'all hear, hear people call me when I do a job interviews. Phone, get my name on my resume is. You can't tell whether it's a black person or a white right. person, right? So when they call, I'm like super professional. And I go to the interview, they're like, oh, 
I, I, you can tell in their face they didn't expect the black guy to show up. Right. Know? But sometimes you, as black people, we do have to code switch mm-hmm. and use certain voices around certain demographics because I get it all the time. Especially yeah. like you know, I always thank my mom for giving me like a vanilla name, Jason Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I come in, you know, and I speak this way. This I spoke even in the hood. So my friends, we yeah. we laugh about it now. They used to pick on me. So when I do these phone interviews, like all right, cool. And I walk in, they see this six two tall black dude, and they're like, oh. All right. Well, uh, let's see what you got. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. You are the winner. You defeated your partner in crime. Good one. You also spanked L's ass. You also spanked DJ's ass. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> These think plan prevail. People came to clean up shop. Good job. All right, right guys. Next. Let's go ahead and move on to our toast to wisdom. Oh, yeah, Sippers. <laughs> it's that time of the episode time. where our Toastmaster himself, toast, toast. Mr. TJ Jones, toast. gives you some toast to motherfucking wisdom. <laughs> you know, um, I seen this uh, quote a friend of mine had the other day, and it was for the gym, but I think it applies to all of us personally. And I'm going to ask you guys a question for you to think about, but right. I'm going to go on with the after accent. What's one of the best things you can ever do for you? What's one of the best things you can ever do for you? Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. Good one. What you, what you guys think? Have a plan for yourself. Mm-hmm. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that. Oh. Love yourself. All of those are part of it, and all of it fits underneath what I'm about to say. Working on you is the best thing you can ever do. The reason for that, because we will always sit here and have problems in life. Unless we learn from those things, we still not working on ourselves. We'll still have those same problems. We'll see problems in other people, mm-hmm. okay? But until you point the finger at you, you'll still sit here and be the same person you were before, okay? Until you start working on yourself, you will not be able to really know you, love you, have a plan for you, anything for yourself until you start working on you. It is imperative in our life that we work on ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, and um, spiritually, and I say those four right there because those are things that give you balance in life. And a lot of people lack that, and they're still walking around out here like zombies. They're still walking out here blind, not knowing what to do. And that's why, as Jason mentioned, having a plan. Have a plan for yourself. And let your plan start with you working on you first. Absolutely, man. I'm all about self-help, self-reflection. Look at yourself. Fix you. Mm-hmm. Because you can't you can't help other people if you're still you're, you're staying broken the entire time, mm-hmm. and so that's why I write in self help as well, mm-hmm. and I always try to help other people become find their own voice. Um, so that's I, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I agree, and I know you and I talk a lot, TJ, about mm-hmm. stuff like this. And uh, one of the things that I talk about when I'm coaching people, especially about business specifically, I always say that uh, if your life isn't right, your business isn't going to work. And that's right. especially for like small business and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Like you can be the most successful person, but if you're not right, it's going to fall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Those are my words for wisdom today. You mean oh, your okay. toaster wisdom? Toaster like, wisdom. I'm sorry. Toast my toaster wisdom. To wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it gets so serious. So good. All right, guys, let's go ahead and transition over to what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? So, what's your ish is basically anything that you are really enjoying this week. It could be a book, it could be a show. It can be I'm going to start it off with Think Plan Prevent. <laughs> he just stole it right out on me, y'all. I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> I'm going to from you guys now. Uh, to all our listeners and everyone out there, please uh, support the. Um, 
the, the, the team right here, uh, Samantha Harris and Jason Brown with their book, Think, Plan, Prevail. You can get it on Amazon. It's a good book, good planning inside there, which we all need for ourselves. So that's my itch for this week. I'm going to actually read it. I haven't read it yet. So I'm, And you're not going to read mine. I, I got one right here that he brought, brought for me. Oh, are you serious? No. Oh. <laughs> on that side of the table. Okay. Yeah, Sam don't no, I'm play just about joking. I'm not mad about it. Over she like, Anything to support. Yeah, Anything to support. <laughs> What's your ish, Al? What's your ish, Al? My ish. I like your hair this week. Are you being facetious? No. <laughs> I have to, to check no. with him. Y'all know. No. He be doing me dirty. Elle changes her look off, her, her hair off. But I like it because it shows creativity in you. you know? I want to Not my... insecurity, creativity. That's right. right. I feel like we're all art. We're working, we're, you're walking art. You know, like the thing, like you're like, oh, if I had a soundtrack to my life, and I'm like, do you ever realize you really do have a soundtrack to your life? And you're the DJ? Like when you are playing music, this is your soundtrack, I right? Heard like mine's Pimp Daddy. I haven't heard that soundtrack yet. Hey, <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> And so I feel like your self-expression is art. But whatever. Um, I actually changed my hair so much, though. I went to my nephew's birthday yesterday, mm-hmm. and he did not recognize me because he's used to the curls. <laughs> he was just looking at me like, "Who is you?" Like normally, I, I, he wants to me in my arms immediately. He would not come to me. Wow. He's like, "You've been switching it up." All right, my ish this week has to be... Oop, forgot about it. Wow. Just that quick. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That was unnecessary, Shay. Oh, it was very necessary. That was very unnecessary. Um, We're going to come back to her. Yeah, come back to me. What's your ish? Um, It's first Friday in St. Pete, so there's a lot of activities going on. Um, One being our first official book signing at uh, the Hyatt. So that's one of the things. And then, uh, of course, Nova and just being downtown St. Pete where it's live. Okay. I like Nova. So hold on. Uh, tell us about the first book signing. Where is it going to be at? It's going to be time? at uh, the Hyatt, downtown St. Pete. So you guys know we do like the first Friday mixers through mm-hmm. New Era. So we're doing a special author's edition. And actually, Jay will be one of the Yo authors. Boy, you know, your boy, your boy's going to be there. Jay will be uh, Leslie Walls, Duvet Weaver. Uh, Stephanie Wynn mm-hmm. I'm forgetting somebody Charles Ricky Price. Bernie and Charles Price okay. so we're going to be there you know it's kind of doing book signing and all that good stuff it's going to be a fun time so Sounds right at the good. Hyatt downtown 25 uh, First Avenue North right by Janus Landon and when is that Friday at uh, what Friday time Friday at 5 from 5 to 8 and okay. it's free no cover just come in to support the, art, the authors is what we want to do so if you, li- if you live in the Bay Area maybe if you want to fly in hey That's fly right. in if you want mm-hmm. to but come on out to the First Friday Mixer Come get your book signed. Come meet the authors and have your life life change. What's your ish, Sam? Oh, speaking of life change, um, it's not necessarily this week, but it's the next two, three weeks leading up. I have a son who's going off to college. Wow. wow. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. I would not have thought that. Just like that. Like, mm. I just brought him home from the hospital. He's going to St. Leo <laughs> University, and I'm just really trying to prepare myself for that. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's excited. I'm excited, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's her voice crackles. It is. I think I want to cry. But it's here. It's finally here. So that's good. That's what I'm dealing with. Okay. So my ish this week are staycations. Like, Everyone loves weekend getaways. TJ came back from Baltimore and D.C. And I love weekend getaways. But sometimes, man, you can just do a staycation. Yes. And they are the best things ever, man. Like, just kind of refresh you. Go get a hotel room. Go get an Airbnb. Somewhere outside of the city that you currently live in. So, I just went to Sarasota this past weekend. And so, it's only for us. It's a 30, 35, 40-minute drive to one of the best beaches in the, in the nation. And so I just enjoyed it, hanging out with my friends, my close friends, laughing, mm-hmm. playing cards, joking, 
Could just come back refreshed, man. Yeah. So my issue is staycation. Tippers do some more staycations. You don't have to have a lot of money to go to do a staycation. You just got to be willing to try something different. Okay. That's my ish. Okay, L. We're coming back to you this time. <laughs> what is your ish? I just like you so intently right now. <laughs> you and TJ like switch places this week. What the hell? What? You're because, being nice to me. It's weird. Because You're I'm being loving, mean to me. It's even I weirder. I haven't seen you in a while. I'm just loving on you today. I, well, can you keep this? Can we keep this energy? No. And can we not? <laughs> I'm joking with you. I need, I need some sage up in this house immediately. <laughs> so my ish is coming together for happiness or for goodness. Okay. So I, I, you guys kind of might know if you're on my social media, like we had a recent tragedy in our family. And it sucks because, well, I don't know. We've had a lot of funerals in, in our family in the last, like, two years. And so I'm seeing, like, all these people who I've, I haven't seen since childhood. Like, yeah. you know, cousins and family members. And it's crazy because it sucks that it takes, like, a tragedy to bring, bring people, people together. together that, like... We don't make a big enough deal about, you know, birthdays. We don't make a big enough deal about baby showers and, like, actually traveling to go to those things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But we will go to their funeral, which is not really helpful to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so my thing this week is really, like, making a conscious effort to celebrate people's lives mm -hmm. with them while they're here versus, you know, celebrating them when they're dead. And so it's really important, I think, like, Look at those incidents where you're celebrating life and really make those a priority to attend to with your family and make your family in general mm -hmm. a priority because like the you shouldn't only see each other during funerals. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And tragedy often does. I think we talked about this on one of our other podcasts is it it does bring people closer together. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that it happens because mm -hmm. you never want to see death happens to close people, close friends and family. But out of that tragic that happens, it does bring people closer. Right. You, you get to talk, you get to laugh, you get to reminisce, you get to like, damn, I should do this more often. Yeah. And so in a way, death can be seen as a, as a good thing as well. But see, I hate that. Like, that's yeah. the part that I hate. Because like, my brother passed away, so we all got together. And my brother loved the lime. I don't know if y'all Trini, but like, he, they loved, he loved celebrate. He loved parties. He loved all that stuff. So it sucked because we're all here joking about him. Yeah. And I'm like, how much did he know of this? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And also, he would have been about this. Like, you know, people who he hasn't seen for years and right. years are, you know, at his funeral. And it's like, he would have appreciated it so mm -hmm. much more if it was him. So. Well, if you believe in the spirit living and seeing everything, then he did see it and he did enjoy it. Wait, in the physical, you are right. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Give me my roses now, y'all. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the final sip. The final sip. All right, so the final sip, you can, it's whatever you want it to be. Whatever you want to leave the show on, right? So you don't have to say anything or you can choose to say anything. It's up to you. Do you have a final sip today, TJ? Gift cards. Gift cards. Okay. And I say that because when I was in um Baltimore and uh, kept going to uh, well. You look very fit today, TJ. Say again? You look very fit. What have you been doing? Oh, you said fit? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, thank you. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you don't really know. You're trying to process it. See, know. we are not nice to each other normally. I know. It's, it's not it's fair. It's in a weird. It's in a weird. It's in a weird. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But that, that shit feels good. <laughs> You just, you just gave him some validation. I know. Right. <laughs> he deserves it. Later. No, watch this now. Arms looking swole. No, but gift cards. I went to um, Baltimore and um, I wanted some Chick Fil A, and I went. To, I pulled out my wallet to uh, get my um, uh, get my money out and everything, right? But uh, I went inside for some reason. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know why I went inside. I went to inside and fully inside my wallet. My um, ID was. And I found a gift card I still had in it for twenty five dollars. So I'm like, you know, good. I can eat real good here right now, you know. So instead of getting me one sandwich, I got three of them. Okay, okay. I'm mad at it. That, right? I was hungry, man. <laughs> I'm mad at it. No, but mine's is gift cards. What's yours? Um, my final sip is that if you are not on our social media, you need to go ahead and validate us, y'all. Right? Show some appreciation. Mm -hmm. So you can find us on Instagram at All Tea No Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page called All Tea No Shade. Or you can join our group where we post randomness and funness at All Tea No Shade Podcast and Friends. And if you have questions or if you're interested in sponsorship, then you can always hit us up on our email at All Tea No Shade Podcast at gmail.com. And then if we could quickly go around and give everybody social. So my social is at Carmel L, the normal way you spell caramel. And what about you, Jay? My socials are on Instagram, J underscore Noetic. On Twitter, it's J Noetic. Every now and then I tweet. Okay. Um, Facebook, it is the J Noetic. And that's it. Oh, well, I'm talking about life coaching, but that's another, another thing. All right. What about you, Samantha? Um, my IG handle is Samantha underscore underscore rights. Okay. Do you have okay. your own personal um, website? I, uh, my own personal website? No, but you can also find me on Facebook, Samantha Harris. There's a ton of us, but I'm the black one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you need to identify her. What about you, Jason? Uh, Jason Bryant, uh, at Jason Bryant, PNP on IG. And then if it's the business stuff, uh, New Era Thinking is all branded. Okay. And mine's is a inf, mine's a, a Bayo A B E Y O. You can find me on Facebook, also IG, IG. Um, I am a, I'm sorry, a Bayo A B E Y O. But also you can reach me at info at abayo dot com. Okay. Mm, I like it. So All right. my final sip. Well, wait. Do um, you guys have a final sip? Sure. Yeah, I would just like to plug our book one last time. Mm-hmm. Planprevail.com, How to Overcome Opposition. Listen, you can think, you can plan, but life happens, stuff yes. happens, and we have to prevail to see through it. We just want you to know that the giants in your life are going to fall and that you will always prove more um, um, powerful than your opposition. Thinkplanprevail.com. Check us out. All right. All right. You, Jason? Uh, mine is just, I'm just thankful to be here, and um, I just think about, like, how these relationships started just from me branching out going mm-hmm. like I'm from St. Pete but I've uh, you know being in like a group we're legitimately then, all friends with you individually that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy like I'm sitting here like and I met you guys from just networking and yeah. being I know in like a group I went mm-hmm. to an outing one time and then like I literally knew no one and it's crazy I was thinking about one of the last uh, group events I went to and it was like I knew everyone there and it yeah. was like just you know fast forward in a couple of years so just I appreciate people and it's funny because I am a loner I'm like a social loner oh my God, like I'm so good with 
being by myself I actually love it and um but I see the difference and like myself. if I see Jason at a party I literally beeline there because I know <laughs> like we're both the loner squad <laughs> so I'm like oh if I want to just be silent I literally can with him he is so chill y'all and people watch yeah, yeah, yeah we're sitting there, we just sitting there people watching and just chilling that's all so I just that's appreciate a, everything yeah. and everybody that's the power of networking man people need to really get if you want to get out of your, your comfort zone just go to groups can go we talk network. about that okay so Jay has a group and he like throws events on Facebook and there'll be so many people who won't come because they don't want to come by themselves. But I'm like, I have made the most friends by going solo dolo. Cause I feel like when you have somebody, you use them as a crutch. But when you're by yourself, it forces you to interact. It Social, actually be socially free. insecure is a thing too. Socially Ooh. Yes, for sure. Yeah, you need to be free. And that's the thing, too. Like, you can go in, like, if you want to, like, that's what would make the party better, right? Because, like, hey, we're going here. Mm -hmm. Instead of, like, hey, well, do you want to go? It's not even that. It's, like, do I want to go? And yeah. like, you know what? I am hungry. Yes. Yeah. I will go, you know, that type of thing. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. Every, I can say every friend, but majority of my friends that I have in the Bay Area, I have made them because of networking and because of events that I've, I've done. I just, like, oh, I like this person. I like this person. And to build my network, I said, "Oh, I think this person like this person. Hey, you should come out to this event, you know, and connect them." Next thing you know, we got it. I always tell people, man, how you feel about a city is based on your network. Yes, a if you love a city or hate a city, it's so much about who you know and where and what you know. All right, so my final tip is two things, really quick. Voting starts yes. for Best of the Bay, uh, August first, which is going to be Friday, right? Yeah. Yep. So come Friday, through. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. So if you are a fan of all tea, no shade. If you're a sipper, and you hear you hear our voices, please go to um, CL Tampa. I think. Oh, no, put, the link, Tampa put the link Bay. on your thing yeah, so people can just click on it. It's yeah. CL Tampa Bay for sure, though. CL Tampa Bay. Go on there. Vote for all tea, no shade podcast as your favorite podcast in the Tampa Bay area because I mean, we are the best podcast. Hands down. I mean, duh. So, and then, and then second thing I was going to say, man, like our growth is amazing. Um, just for the sippers note, we had our most downloads of the month ever since we've done all tea, no shade. Um, so we are definitely growing and we're growing because of the sippers. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all, which means we're doing something right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that's my final sip. All right. right. If that is it, going once. Going twice. And one more thing. I'm playing. Sold. All right. With that, I'm going to call this final sip. Done. Blessings. Hello. Hello. Hello.